In a world, four friends, one mission, to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Doing a thing for the podcast. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Fuck boys. Well. Well, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So, it's been a week. It has been a week. Since our last podcast. And there's a lot of shit to talk about. No shit. Wow. There's been a lot of shit. Wow. But uh, first and foremost, we got to get some things out of the way. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick off this show because the uh, audible chocolate that is typically Mikey Fahey is not in the house today. He is off on a, a trip. Doing God's work. Uh, not this time. <laughs> He's in Florida, so you know nothing good can come of this. I can't wait to hear the next Florida man story now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that does Mikey. Bearded man in <laughs> yeah. Florida. So uh, Mikey's not here, so it is just the three of us, and we are the Freedom Friends across from me, dressed in black and ready to attack, is the one, the only, the tasty... John Simons. Tasty. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and to my right, looking pro and likes it slow. Sure. The wizened, <laughs> the caramely. Scott Jansen. God damn it. I got to bust out a dictionary. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Caramel. Like, I was just reading the back of this bottle and it said caramel. And I was like, that's. Uh, um. Yeah, what a coincidence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Mikey's not here and I'm Jazz. Hi, Jazz. And uh, we are the Freedom Friends and we are coming to you fucking not even close to live from the Warfighter Tobacco Studios in. Beautiful. Sunny. 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 It is sunny now. It's sunny. Yeah. yeah. It's humid. Not humid. It's very humid. Today. It is that too. Yeah. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Best true. country in the world. Best country in the world. And God damn it, it's good to see you guys with all the fucking madness that's going on in the world right now. It's good yeah. to be surrounded by some freedom friends. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and start with, you know what? You're going last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I know some of what you're about to say, and I think that should be last. So uh, Scotty boy. Yeah. How, how was your weekend, buddy? Well, you know, I uh, I took a quick 13 and a half hour drive up to Nebraska for my brother's wedding. Uh, congratulations, Tim and Brooke. Uh, I had a really good time. It was a small wedding due to the COVID. They had to make it a small one and then have like a, they're planning a uh, one anniversary party where it's the, the big ceremony and the. Oh, you know, shit. That's a good idea. Yeah. So. That's like a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. I got the invite for that one, actually. So, it's funny, because me and... Uh, Where's my wife? I, I need you to take notes on... What? Had the small wedding, and then you're going to have, like, a big one anniversary blowout for, like, the celebration. That's, like, kind of a brilliant fucking idea. Take notes. Hey, you guys are, what, rolling up uh, six months or so? Yeah, well, yeah we got- I'll plan it. <laughs> okay, I'll plan it. <laughs> we got married in September, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. We were there. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't remember what month it was. <laughs> September. So, uh... Oh, shit. I'm, I can't remember his fucking anniversary. I can't even remember mine. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, so, the best part, his last anniversary was their 20-year. And Michelle, I have, I have these big, giant dry erase boards I made in the calendars in my office. And Michelle walked into my office and wrote down her birthday, 
their anniversary and Scott's birthday. So just you could so, remind him. Just so he couldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever he has his birthday currently set to right now. Yeah. 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 But no, I went up there and uh, it was fun. Uh, our families, both my brothers and his uh, wife's Brooks family, uh, they all like to drink a lot of beer. So for about 40 people, we got a 16-gallon keg and two eight-gallon kegs. And halfway through the night, they went and got another 16-gallon keg because the one was gone. And the two eight-gallon kegs were also gone. Wow. Floated three of them, huh? Floated three kegs. And I don't, I don't know how much was left of that. What kind of beer was it? Anything well, good? Well, yeah. So um, one of them was a darker, I think an amber from... Uh, that my stepdad, they have a cabin up in Montana and he brought a, the keg back from Montana. It was a local beer up there. I don't remember what it's called. And then, uh, we got another one. It was an IPA, like a citrus IPA. Uh, that's what I drank all night. Uh, it had a really weird color. Like it was, I don't know, like a light brown, but like not clear. Yeah. Uh, so it was really, it looked like a really thick beer. Oh, it was like an unfiltered. Yeah. It kind of looked that way. Kind of cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. I like unfiltered beers. And, uh, it was pretty good. Um, I drank that all night, and I don't like IPAs typically. So I, I can't do them either. And then the, I can do a citrus IPA. Yeah. And then the 16-gallon yeah. one was uh, yeah. was the uh, Nebraska favorite, Bush Light. Bush Latte. Bush Latte. Uh, it was Bush, funny because the— Bush Liggett. It was funny because the 16-gallon Bush Light keg and the 8-gallon IPA cost the same. And I said, well, that's because they're only charging you for the beer. The extra water they put in the bush light was free. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. Uh, Don't they call bush light the champagne of beers? Something like that. That's yeah. Coors Light, isn't it? But I, think no, they, I, I don't think, know. It's one of those. I think the, the second 16-gallon got re- replaced. Uh, it's the, not bush light. Which one is the champagne of beers? I think it might be it, Miller. I th- no, I think it's uh, like, I'm going to look it up right now. I don't know. It's. Some brand that I don't drink. That's why I can't tell you what the champagne yeah, of beers is. I think is. it's Bush Light. I don't think it is. Uh, anyway. Miller Highlight. It's oh, Miller Highlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. I don't yeah. drink that either, so <laughs> not helpful. So, yeah, the, the the night before the wedding, we we got drunker than the night of the wedding uh, because a bottle of tequila has been passed around, and uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, my brother and his wife, they have really good, really good friends. Uh, my brother's wife's brother's. Uh, and family are just awesome. I nice. love them. Yeah, they're your brothers, wife's brothers. Yeah. So what are they to you at that point? Brothers-in-laws? No, bro- no, they're his brother-in-laws. I don't know what they're to me. Cousin-in-law? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. As soon as you get into that, all that in-law yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, and then you get the like, twice removed. But that doesn't really mean it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's just how the family's like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's twice weird. removed, I think, means you don't have to remove. <laughs> Well, no, I think it has to do with like, if it's twice removed, that means it's like, like it's two like bloodlines away from you. Which means you don't have to remove. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So if it's twice removed, you don't have to. True. Very true. Oh, yeah. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Or in. Smell right you're stepping in. Yeah. Got it. Uh, but no, it's fun. But uh, I still stick to the adage that you can't get somebody anally pregnant. Well, yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's, just, that's God's birth control right there. You just got to keep trying. You just got to keep trying. It doesn't mean I'm not going to attempt it, but it can't happen. You just got to keep trying. Yeah. Uh, Unless you have some sort of weird perforation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so I stayed there for two days, and then I drove 13 hours back. 
uh, had a chance to listen to some podcasts and uh, some news on the way home, and it was kind of a... Uh, Not ours. He didn't listen to our podcast, because no. he doesn't even know what day this bitch comes out, so... No. <laughs> but I was, I was surprised how many people in my small hometown of Lee, Nebraska, listen to this podcast. Yeah. So shout out to all you guys. In uh, Lee, Nebraska. Fuck, yeah. How you doing, Lee, Nebraska? Right. It's Justin, kinda, you want to run cool. our schedule down real quick to remind uh, Be Immortal? Actually, I was going to have a little pop quiz with you boys. Scott, oh. when's the podcast come out? Well, I actually know the answers to these. Right, uh, so Tuesday is the podcast. In the debate? I think it's Thursday. Oh. You that's, are correct, that's sir. That's a true story. Ding, ding, ding. And live is actually before that, and it comes out tonight Monday. on a Monday night. That's you guys. Yeah. I'm so Holy fucking shit. Shit. Yeah. See, what, what, what these two guys are too dumb to realize is I've been just fucking with you this whole time. I actually... <laughs> knew the schedule you're full of shit i am full of shit that's what he was doing on his phone right before he got on the show he was like when did all these come he's out just looking at the dates like oh shit <laughs> so it, it kind of sucks that we're a week behind because the stuff we talk about well so you know only like, in certain cases and i think in the case of this episode, well, but, but then I'm we, going to go ahead and say it on the episode so then, that I'm stuck with it. Justin, if you would like my help getting this one squared away what if, to what push if, out tomorrow. What if we push it I out? I think we can make that work. I what think we, we should make this happen. Well, but then but then the... Oh, we'll just yeah. push the other one. Well, But the, the other one was uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, but that one's already passed. And I think probably yeah. a lot of the conversations that we're going to have tonight yeah. probably I, need to go out pretty yeah. fucking immediately. I, I think so, too. Either, um, either that or... On, a, on special occasions like this, why don't we push it out on the Wednesday? We can do that. I mean, we'll, t- we'll talk after the show. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out yeah, after we'll the show. But I, I do think well, we've done it before where we have released next day ones when it was important to release it next day so the content was relevant. Our 9-11 episode we released yeah. uh, next day so that it, it happened yeah. um, day of. Memorial Day, we kind of let it. Yeah, we let it drift because uh, we didn't get super focused on it because that wasn't what it was about. We focused on our live cast on Memorial right, right. Day to actually yeah. to actually cover that content. But um, so yeah, so I, I got to go up there for that. And uh, it's I gotta, a good thing you didn't lease your truck. Well, I took the car this time because it gets like super oh yeah, good the Lincoln's models. probably way more. Oh, yeah. what, Scott, Scott, I was talking to him on the way home and he's like, dude, it's going to cost me like $40 to get home. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy Is it really shit. Good, that good a gas mileage? Yeah, it's a hybrid. So it, mm. yeah. Um. Yeah, Kaylin has that EcoBoost system or whatever yeah. in hers that uses like a little tiny turbo to yeah. kick up the power or whatever. So she gets like something stupid, like yeah. 35 or 40 miles to the gallon yeah. or some shit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it was, it was cool. I got to meet up with my, uh, my oldest boy, Nathan, uh, and his wife, Emma. How and they doing? Uh, good. Uh, How's can, the bubbies? I can see the, uh, the grandbabies. Uh, yeah, I, I coming can, along. I can see it. Cooking well. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I think she's doing about 10 days. Oh, wow. So. You see like little feet like poking out and no, stuff. No, no. They're I, dangling out. Yeah, my yeah. Try to. Yeah. <laughs> Please skirt down, girl. <laughs> I can see its feet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't they come out head first? I mean, just testing or at the least waters, you know. At least they're supposed <laughs> to. <cold> feet. <laughs> they're supposed to come out head first, um, I think. While you're up there, did you pick up... Uh, no, I, I told him he could hold on to it for a little while. He was having fun with it. That's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. <laughs> so actually, so we have a suppressed, uh, integrally suppressed 1022 up there. Old school um, one. That uh, he actually used to kill a bunch of hogs and do some butchering. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Good. I'm glad he's using it. Yeah. Good work. So, uh, yeah. That's so awesome. I, I told him to hang on to it. We'll no, get it whatever. Good. I'm glad he has it too. Yeah. 
Uh, well, uh, congratulations to the uh, the newlyweds. That's uh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So then I drove back and uh, I got I got to Austin about oh ten thirty last night. Oh shit! And so I was wondering because thirty five runs pretty damn close to downtown Austin. Yeah. So I was a little worried about pretty what, damn close as in like right through it. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of, I was kind of I was kind of wondering how that was going to go. <laughs> it's pretty close. So there it's was pretty fucking close. As Austin does, there was a nice traffic jam for I don't know about twenty minutes for no reason. It doesn't yeah. matter what well, time you go through Austin. But they had there. every exit going into Austin off of thirty five blocked off. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it then down to one lane and it kind of. You know, I was yeah. happy that, you know, there was no, I wasn't going to hit any protesters or right. have to shoot anybody. Because or, earlier I heard that. You were not happy about that. A little bit. Earlier. Yeah. I'm yeah. an old man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and it's. That's my past life. And uh, I mean, te- technically it's Michelle's car and I think Michelle would be upset. Michelle would be upset. Yeah. She likes that car. Yeah. yeah. But she, I think she'd be understandable. Yeah. That <laughs> She'd be like, She's ah, you freedom. know, that sucks, but. But. Eh. Attaboy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay no, I was, distant. <laughs> I, I was listening to the news earlier than that. And uh, before, like when I guess when all the protests started in Austin, uh, when you were driving back earlier on in that evening, they actually cl- like closed I-35 completely. The protesters uh, did. Yeah. And then they, I don't know how, but I guess they moved the protesters off of the highway being like, hey, that's kind of a smart thing. There's semi trucks and they're probably going to run you over. Yeah, they have yeah. a hard time stopping. Yeah, they're heavy. Well, and, and so I was going to, my plan was to stay another day on Sunday and go hit up some cigar lounges in Lincoln. But Lincoln, Nebraska was also a shit show. Yeah. So I decided to forego that and just come home day early. So well, we're glad you made the trip safe. Yeah. More importantly, regardless of all the other madness that happened over the weekend, yeah. uh, uh, please pass on my congratulations to your brother. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm you, sure what is this? Yeah, you, 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 you are right now. now. Oh, I'm t- oh, does he listen to oh, the yeah, show? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You have horrible taste too. Uh, <laughs> Although I'm sure that says nothing about your new bride. Uh, congratulations, so, buddy. I'm really happy for his, you. That's his awesome. brother and I are not allowed to drink together. I believe that. <laughs> I believe yeah, that. Yeah, that's usually a... I'm actually surprised you and I have never gone drinking. There's a little fun fact for all the freedom friends out yeah, there. Yeah, by ourselves. But you and I have never... Like gone out drink. I've never gone drinking with Scott. No, that's not true. No, you we, and I yeah. sat up here all day one day yeah, and, and drank for we, like. We've yeah. gone out socially drinking, but we haven't gone but out. But you and guys, got shit it, yeah, not like not like when Mikey and I went on our mandate to go to that. Yeah, no, that comedy we club should, and we, stuff like. You and should, I should figure out. We a should night do to, like rotating dates. <laughs> we should just trade each <laughs> yeah. other off. Look, it's my night. Yeah, well, because <laughs> it seems like we kind well, of run in couples here. Like Mikey and I go out, and like you two go out, but like we don't well, ever, we don't well, ever, we don't ever swing. In order for that to happen, I need to restock the old ether bunny. Uh, <laughs> so, give me a week or two on that. Does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know my pickup line? <laughs> I heard it once, but I don't remember. <laughs> My yeah. weekend was uh, not near as filled with travel or anything as yours was. Yeah. Um, so I took it pretty easy. So Friday for work, we had a pretty big photo shoot that had to go down. Uh, so I, I did more driving over the last week than I typically do. So my mother's birthday was uh, last Thursday. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh yeah, so, and I told you guys she opened that cafe yeah, yeah. down there. So she had a big birthday party at her cafe and cool. invited everybody in and blah, 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 blah. So uh, at first it looked like I wasn't going to be able to make it. And then I was able to shuffle some stuff at work and uh, get some meetings moved and stuff like that. So nice. I uh, hauled ass down there 
and uh, it's about an hour away. Drove down there, stayed for an hour, turned around, drove back, worked the rest of the afternoon. And then the next next day I had the big photo shoot. And I won't complain about that because it was at a private Elio only beach at Medina Lake. Wow, that's cool. So like you couldn't get in unless you were Elio. Nice. But three of the models that we were using that day were Elio, so they had access to the beach, so oh, they got cool. us in. Uh, and it was great. It was a great day to be out there. Was it? Was it is it a nude beach? Uh, damn near. <laughs> but it was a uh, Friday. Friday's weather was awesome. Like it was warm enough that you wanted to be on the water, yeah, but it wasn't so like scorchingly hot that even yeah. being in the water was miserable. I still got the shit burned out of me. Yeah. Um. But oh yeah, it's like. Oh, a little little red there. A little red sheet of line. You go from brown to white to red to well, brown to white. Brown's a heavy color. I don't, I don't know if I'd call that brown. slightly less pale. I love how he calls it brown's a heavy color. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say a heavy. That's a heavy description. I don't know what happened there. You're a solid dark yellow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm slightly less pale. Well, I only have three colors, man. I've got pale, burnt, and peeling. Like those are the those are three colors I come in. Yeah, but luckily I have a very uh, attentive wife, and she exfoliated all the dead shit off of my sunburn. So now nice. I'm now I'm just pink. That hurt like a motherfucker, though. She had like this buff pad and like this weird cream shit, and she's just like scrubbing the dead part of my skin. I was like, oh god. I was like, I think I'd rather just be sunburnt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So this weekend, then I decided just to kind of take it easy and uh, did some stuff around the house. I had to run a couple errands. And then Saturday was just the day of I am utterly convinced that COVID caused everybody to lose. Like that lockdown, that little the two yeah. months or whatever made everybody forget what the fuck customer service was just like <laughs> as a fucking whole. So uh, my grandmother, I had talked to her and uh you know, we discussed on the show that we lost my grandfather a little over a year ago. Right. And uh, they were married for 50 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Um, and so even though it's been a year or so, you know, that's it's that is a massive adjustment to make. Yeah. When all of a sudden this 50 year partner just isn't it's, around anymore. No. Yeah. Um, and she's still very social, still there and does her stuff. But she's and I, I appreciate it and I love it and everything. But she's trying to be far better about reaching out and inviting people to come over and spend time with her and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Saturday, uh, we talked about the wine clubs and stuff on the show, but I just done my pickup. She's a huge wine drinker. Nice. Um, she's a member of like three different things and toured Italy and France and all the stuff for all this wine drinking. I was like, I'll bring you some from my wine club. We'll sit there and we'll drink it. And she had this really cool cheese gizmo where you like stick the cheese and then you like turn this thing and it like does these cheese curls off of the top of it and show oh. like that. So oh, that sounds fun. Went and hung out with her for a while. But before we went, we decided we were going to stop and get Mexican food. So we stopped at this restaurant and it was a typical stuff. They brought us the drinks right away and everything's weird now because you don't get a cup anymore. Everything's yeah. disposable and the chips are in a disposable basket and the salsa's <laughs> in a disposable bowl. And I'm like, great. So no COVID, but now we just. I'm surprised all of the everything's got to be green. People aren't freaking out that right now everything has to be thrown no, they're, away. They're too worried about COVID now. They yeah. don't care. But we had to move on to the next cause. Yeah. Hey, can I get a, a straw? No, one of the plastic ones with the paper wrappers. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make sure nobody touched it. <laughs> make sure nobody touched it. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you didn't want those anymore. Yeah. No, here's your paper one. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> the paper straw on the plastic wrapper as opposed to the plastic straw on the paper wrapper. I know. 
Doesn't Same amount sense. of waste, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so that all shows up. We place our food order because it's a Mexican joint. How complicated is your order gonna be? Like beans, <laughs> rice, I'll cheese. Take, uh, how many tacos do you make? I'll yeah. take one of each. Right. <laughs> like it's not that complicated, right? So we're sitting there, and I kind of got wrapped up. They had like three different ESPNs going on the TVs, which ESPN is just weird right now because there's no sports happening. So it's all just repeats of right. other shit. And now they've put together these kind of cool arrays where like one of the TVs was showing Derek Jeter's. It was like a Derek Jeter weekend. So it was like all of his like highlight shit from his career with the Yankees and all that kind of stuff. And then there was like some basketball shit and going. So the two sports I actually watched were playing. So I, and then it dawned on me that like we've been sitting here like 25 minutes and my food still isn't here. So I see it coming. Like I see the guy coming. I was like, this food better not fucking be cold. Like it better not be cold. And they set it down and sure as the world, this shit was like, it was like room temp. Yeah. And I'm looking at my, and we're supposed to be at my grandmother's. My grandmother is all about punctuality. Cause right. she's old school. Yeah. Like she invited us over to be there at one o'clock. You have until about one Oh five until you're in the realm of you've been rude. Right. Like, she's an old, she's old yeah. school. She's 82. Like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it shows up. It's ice. It's cold. And the manager walks over and I, I didn't want to be an asshole, but the, he, I guarantee you the manager opened the door. The manager's like, how's everything going guys? No, he didn't. He walked in to actually wipe another table down. Nobody oh. had checked on us at this point. Like oh. we placed the order. We hadn't seen a soul for like half an hour. So he walks in to wipe down this other table to seat this eight top that's coming in. And I finally just looked at him. I was like, Hey, excuse me. He's like, yeah, what can I do for you? And I was like, so we've been here about 25 minutes. This just got here. It's obviously been under the heat lamp in the back, just kind of going Chilling. gross. So, and none of it's hot. And now I have to be somewhere in 10 minutes. That's 15 minutes away. So we're leaving and I need you to handle this. And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks. And we just got up and left. I was like, and we didn't, I mean, we didn't, yeah. eat, we didn't eat a bite of it. Like, right. And I'm like, this is on you. But, and uh, the funny thing was, is that my wife was like, I feel like being a Karen today. And I was like, don't be a Karen. And then I had like, had to pull the fucking full Karen. <laughs> on his fucking manager. I was like, God damn it. Excuse me. I'm like, fuck. So then to follow that up, I, it, it, I've been doing a lot of weapon building and customizing my weapons and stuff in my house. And so now I have like all these additional tools and everything right. sitting around, but they're just kind of like everywhere. Like I'm just kind of, stashing whatever so i i know how that goes right <laughs> so i finally decided fuck it i'm gonna actually get like a workbench with like some drawers and like a pegboard on the back to like hold all my shit so yeah. it's all in one place so i went online bought this thing from lowe's at 7 30 that morning for curbside pickup that day yeah went and did the thing with my grandmother this whole nine yards it's now like four o'clock in the afternoon and i still haven't gotten an email from lowe's saying like hey your shit's ready yeah. so i finally just called and was like hey if i come in there i've already bought it so if i walk in the store and i just go pull it off the shelf can you just go like yep you definitely paid for that and i can take it and they're like yeah sure no problem so i get there can't find any of it on the shelf go up to the customer service counter they're like he's going to get it for you right now it's like okay fine <laughs> i just looked it's not there half an hour later <laughs> nobody's spoken to us again and i'm like the fuck so we're standing there they come up and i was like what's going on and i was like standing here about a half an hour nothing's going on and they're like all right we're gonna send a guy to the back right now to get it half and another half an hour goes by we're still standing there justin had brought his truck up to help me get this thing home yeah nobody and then finally someone goes yeah so uh we don't actually have one of these 
And I was like, so I've been standing here for a fucking hour, so you can tell me that you actually don't have possession of this thing? He's like, yeah, we don't have any in stock. And I was like, all right, just cancel the whole thing. He was like, yeah, I kind of figured you'd say that. And it just went like cancel the whole thing and left. And I was like, I'm going home. This is, I'm done. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. So I don't know what happened, but somehow like that two month break just made it to where. Yeah. Like they just don't get it at all. Well, we, we ordered uh, those two carts that are sitting up front. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Harbor Freight. And we forgot. I forgot I ordered them. About a month and a half later, yeah. they show up. I, I thought that was uh, that was nice. And there was no there was no like warning of it. Yeah, it was like in stock, ready to ship. Cool. And I'm just yeah. some of that I will give to the. Uh, I do have to. I do have to say, UPS, as we're talking about USPS exactly. is, is fucked yeah. right now. The post like, office right now is a nightmare. Yeah. So you know, a lot of that is like, if your order's late or whatever. It is more than likely not the person that wanted to sell it to you. So it is had, the carrier in between. That's so fucked we up. just we just launched the vaccine cigar about a little over a week ago, and actually, yeah, a little over a week ago. Um, and so our initial pre-sale was nuts. It was, I mean, it literally is the best. Hey, you guys did well. Best month this company's yeah. ever had. Uh, the most packages we've ever shipped out to the point where we gave the post office heads up, trying to be proactive about all of this, and we were like, "Hey guys, we're going to have like 500 packages." that you guys are going to pick up on Tuesday after Memorial Day. We want you to be ready for this. And luckily, they were kind of proactive about it. And they sent out one of the district managers in his own pickup truck to come pick up all the packages. And I'm like, oh, good on them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah like he, they, he picked up about half. Is he, all he, he picked up about half. <laughs> That's a lot of packages. Um, yeah. But in, in the process of talking with them, uh, we brought up some order issues, some shipment issues that we've had, especially particularly recently since all this, you know, quarantine shit's been going on. And the kind of the 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 beat around the bush response we got from them is we hired a lot of new people to make up for the demand that we've been getting. And they suck. And they don't know what the fuck they're yeah. doing. Yeah. I mean, and that's the problem with, you know, quick, fast and in a hurry solutions. Is yeah. They're never gonna work all that well. But so yeah, Sunday was just a day of like shitty customer service and drinking with my grandmother. But when I when she invited me to come over and I said, I'm going to bring wine. So we'll sit around and drink during the afternoon. My grandmother, 82 years old, looks at me and goes, day drinking is the best drinking. And I was like, <laughs> that <a> girl. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And then, uh, and I'll back to work today. And fuck, I, I'll tell you right now, showing up here, I was ready for fucking whiskey and a cigar because fuck today was it was, was a good day but jesus christ was, it was busy was i was debating earlier to not drink today because i drank so much this weekend that's good yeah. oh, and um, excuse me yeah here i am so uh so that, uh, we have saved johnny mm-hmm. boy for last yeah. because i happen to know one of the activities <laughs> that uh johnny boy got into over the weekend and i have a feeling that your weekend festivities are probably going to kick off the majority of our conversation tonight Probably. So that's why I, I saved yeah, yeah. you, my oh-so-dear friend, for last. Johnny Boy. Yeah. How was your weekend, buddy? My weekend was, uh, actually, to be completely honest with you, my entire weekend was the furthest from anything that I'd ever expect to happen. All three days included. And I'm counting Friday as that. Um, oh, this ought to be good. Well, so Friday was a great, Friday was a great night. So Friday during the day... Um, Friday during the day kind of sucked because Scott was already in Nebraska. Uh, I was here by myself. We just got a shipment of like 20,000 cigars in. 
And uh, yeah, the humidor is looking uh, healthy. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was just scrambling to just I was like a duck. And before you know, anybody asks, collected above the water and paddling like a motherfucker below. <laughs> <laughs> before anybody asks, I did peruse the humidor here and I did not see Minutemen. So no, not yet. They freak out. They're being made. Yeah, they're, they're being in made. production. Um, but the downfall, like we were today, we were talking, uh, trying to get a, a trip down to Nicaragua on the books, and uh, they're just not open right now. Like you can't fly to Nicaragua. Yeah. And uh, unless you want to take a pli- private jet, but uh, the way my bank account's set up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not <laughs> it doesn't work. No, it's a, it's a really expensive uh, private trip. But uh, no, so Friday uh, I'm in here just trying to you know work my ass off and make sure everything's going out on time and everything like that and i get a text from our good buddy jack mandeville oh we got it we got a call in Uh oh okay i'll pause on that hit the green button i'm trying you gotta slide it what do oh yep are you there hold on and we got speaker we're good turn the volume up who's calling no hold on hold on we can't hear you we can't hear you. Are you, gonna, are you just nah, going to hold him up? You got the wrong mic. <laughs> just hold Me- it up to him. Oh, you cut it out? Mediocre at right. best, boys and girls. All right, who's here? Fuck you, man. Oh, we got you now. We got you, buddy. Uh, oh, what's shit. What's going on, everyone? Hey, Mikey. We were just uh, explaining that you're off in uh, Florida trying to fucking save alligators from meth heads or some fucking Greenpeace bullshit. <laughs> So how, how was your how was something like that? How was your weekend, Mikey? Uh, dude, my weekend was awesome. Fucking, uh, I got COVID. Sorry. Uh, my weekend, my weekend was fucking great, man. Um, I was in uh, South Carolina, hanging out with um, the uh, Seal Future Foundation, those guys, and uh, a bunch of Navy Seals and shit. And we shot a bunch of guns and. I shot like a, like a mile long shot. It was a good time. And then we all fucking drink beer and fucked off afterwards. It was fun. There was and a then, Navy uh, SEAL that showed you how to shoot a mile? <laughs> well, no, his Ghost Rider showed him how to shoot a mile. Oh. Okay. Dude, I had to show them how to shoot a mile. Come on now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, though, man. I shot a 416, which is basically like a neck down 50 cal from Barrett. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like the fucking 1400 meters first shot I fucking held left a little bit and dinged it fucking center right it was awesome nice that's awesome it's good to see that the department of the navy came together for that weekend of festivities because <laughs> 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 the guy I was shooting with was a dude from the dev group <laughs> wow that makes way more sense <laughs> good news fellas uh, my friend from the dev group that I made this weekend is interested in coming on the show oh that would be have, fun uh, a little guest are we gonna have another another redacted episode? No, no, you know I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our last redacted episode, she was still like an active operator. Right. So, yeah. uh, like, cool. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, then I, uh, I stopped in uh, Savannah, Georgia. After that, on Saturday, a very cool town. Had a good time. Um, and then fucking kind of went to bed early, crashed out, and enjoyed myself, and then. Drove my ass down here to Florida yesterday, so. What are you doing yeah, in Florida? What are you doing in Florida? He's saving the endangered alligator uh, from meth heads. We're jumping on planes, man. Nice. We're doing our, our jump. Uh, this Friday is the 76th anniversary of D-Day. So we're doing a commemorative jump down here. Awesome. You're a Marine, cool. so wrap your ankles well. Tied in by it, bro. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is I, 
I didn't bring any, like, kind of uniform to jump in. And they're like, look, we can find some, like, old school, like, army, like, you know, like, 46s or whatever, or 1942s. Yeah. Um, if you want. And I've jumped in them before. It's not a big deal. I just refuse to wear that fucking chicken that you guys like so much. So oh. I'm like, oh, airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but they, uh, another guy was like, hey, man, I got a set of multicam for you. And I was like, yeah, fuck, I wear multicam. I don't care. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm the only way he gets to do cool shit cool. if he plays on. I don't recognize real dude. Let's keep him plus. Well, buddy, uh, it's always good to hear from you. We hope you stay safe, uh, especially in fucking Florida. And uh, <laughs> I can say they tore up Jacksonville last night. Fucking retards. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Well, whether there was weirdness or not, you're still in Florida, so you know, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, it's a very true statement. But I wanted to tell you guys that I'm about to light up a fine Warfighter Tobacco cigar. Since I'm not there with you physically, I can at least be there in spirit. Oh, I have nice. a uh, 5.6 Garrison Corojo and a Toro right now. Good I'm man. about to fucking spark. Hell and yeah. I drink some delicious Four Soldier bourbon and enjoy, chase it down with America's oldest beer, a Yingling. Oh, oh I'm so jealous about that Yingling right Sounds now. Sounds good. I mean, I've still got some friends yeah. up in PA. Yeah. I'll get some sent down. So good. Wait a minute, do we have some listeners but, uh, in PA? Yeah, man. I will uh, I'll see you fuckers uh, next week. Yeah, man. Sounds good, brother. Sounds Be safe. safe. And, uh, Enjoy the show, guys. And uh, tell Bill I said hi. I will, absolutely. All right, buddy. Be safe. See you, man. All right, guys. Later. Yeah, there you go. So uh, there's Mikey, ladies and gentlemen, just as... Uh, doing God's work as out usual. Out there doing God's work as usual. <laughs> I just figure he carries the torch so much for doing good work that the rest of us don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much. He balances it out. <laughs> yep. So back to yeah, your so weekend. back to my weekend. Yeah. So Friday night, I got I got a, uh, a text from a good buddy of ours, Jack Mandeville. He's like, "Hey, you want to go get some drinks?" And I was like, um, "Actually, I do. I could uh, use a couple of whiskeys." Who was with him? Uh, Street bike Tommy. Oh, was, was, was this Tommy? Yeah. I met so Tommy. I uh, got hung out with Street by Tommy all I night. I think I was drinking with him before uh, you hung out and drank with yeah, him. Yeah, you guys were at Burleson yeah. before then, yeah. And then uh, we ended up going back to Burleson, and nobody else was there. So, But uh, then we closed that bar down. Um, I hung out with uh, Baker, Black Baker, Baker Levitt, yeah. for a little bit, too. He's a very white guy. Actually, yeah. before I forget, Street by Tommy and I discussed an evening that I would like the Warfighter boys Do you be know, at. Street Bike Tommy is a cigar smoker. He is very much so. He And I had no idea. This is part of the discussion. Yeah. Street Bike Tommy is also a rather good chef. Mm-hmm. Oh, like very good. <laughs> a, master, a master of the meat, yes. if you will. So we discussed a night at my place okay. that we have dubbed affectionately the carnivore's dinner. Oh, hell yeah. I'm in. So I don't need to do anything else. (laughs) Sold. Yeah. The night will consist of a dinner entirely out of meat products. (laughs) So we went out to eat. An array of old fashions and cigar smoking. Nice. We went out to eat and he got a uh, a 32 ounce tomahawk and literally like licked the bone clean. He's not a small small guy. No. Dude is dense. Healthy. 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 But uh, yeah, so we're gonna host a uh, a carnivore's dinner at uh, 
Amazing. So at my place, and yeah. I would like uh, I yeah. talked to Mikey about it already, but I think the Warfighter Boys should. Be I guess there. he's coming oh, yeah. back to town in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Him, that's he, when we discussed it, yeah, and I've got his he, number, and we're so recording. We're sorting out a a carnivore's dinner. Well, I told him he's going to come by the shop too. So yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a carnivore's dinner at my place. But yeah, that was my Friday night, and uh, it was actually perfect because we assume that the bars closed at two because those bars in Texas close at two. Uh, so we go to Burleson, and it's like eleven forty-five, and they called last call. And I was like, "Whoa, uh, cool joke, guys!" And they're like, "No, uh, we close at midnight." And I'm like, well, what? And it's adjusted like, hours for yeah, the. Uh, it's all the yeah. COVID bullshit. And uh, yeah, well, that's good because nobody. I mean, you can't catch COVID before midnight. No, but no, between between twelve and six. Yeah, you're it's, high risk. Yeah, yeah. High super risk, high yeah. risk. And uh, so, but it actually worked out perfect because I had to come back into work on Saturday, and uh, so I didn't get that drunk. I wasn't that hungover. Uh, came into work Saturday. Um, did all the fun stuff I had to do here. Uh, went down to Hero Sports, was doing a plate sale at, at uh, Ground Side Headquarters in downtown San Antonio. Oh, yeah, they had a UFC um, fighter in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, Corey Anderson. Uh, swung by there uh, to go say hi, show some support and love. Uh, they actually had a, a really good day. Um, super busy at first, and they kind of they're getting ready to pack up, and everyone started showing up again. So they're like, oh, looks like we're uh, <laughs> unpacking everything, and let's keep going. And uh, so left there. And uh, decided, you know what? I haven't go on, gone on a like a solid, just good motorcycle ride in a while. And uh, Scott's yeah, I saw out of town. your Facebook post. About yeah, that. Scott's out of town. He's usually my go-to for going for a ride because clearly he has a bike and we, we ride. But and, you guys uh, ride together. We do. Yeah, but se- separately, but together. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, it's you and Mikey. Yeah, you and you Mikey ride. ride together on the same bike. We look good. Just saying. Eh, something. Yeah. Mikey, you can be my bitch anytime. <laughs> but uh so I put a post out. Uh didn't really hear much back from anybody else. It was also super last minute. And I was just like, What the fuck am I seeing right now? I don't know. Why did I just get that Freedom Friends podcast is live? Oh, he's live. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways. Uh so I decided, you know, I'm just gonna go smash the town and have fun. Go. There's a couple of roads that I really wanted to ride on, and uh, at night is kind of the best time to do it. It's a little bit cooler out. There's not as much traffic, and uh, even though I ride an ultra classic, uh, I still like taking turns pretty fast. Um, so I got on the bike and decided uh, if you get on 1604 and you take 281 going down towards San Antonio, they got some really nice swooping curves. And uh, so I was hauling ass Have going down those. Have you gone up to do... Uh... The, twin sisters no, or anything? No, the twist. Yeah, not yet. I've did it, I've did it in my truck, and I can't wait to do it on my bike. Yeah, that's not a really fast smashing road because the roads kind of suck. It's just beautiful to go ride on. My mini club does it. <laughs> in a car, it's okay. On two wheels, there's a lot of loose gravel. Um, but so as I'm hauling ass getting down into San Antonio, as soon as I get around the downtown area, the literally. <laughs> Literally all of downtown is lit up. Did and you just really just throw your cutter across? No, the- it was a lighter. <laughs> uh, I got excited. It was uh, this is the best part of the night. Kira's like, "What is this?" <laughs> um, so I, uh, as soon as I get into downtown, all I see is red and blue light reflections off all of the buildings downtown. And yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And I just I didn't know. So I did what any you know good. Uh, law-abiding citizen to do. I want to go see what's going on. So I parked my my bike uh, about a mile away from where I, th- I thought everything was going on. Um, and uh, I just started walking. Like, I'm going to go walk to the noise and lights and see what's happening. 
And uh, as I was doing that, I was checking on Facebook real quick, just see if there's, you know, people post about whatever. And I saw a post that there were uh, armed civilians guarding the Alamo to make sure that protesters or rioters weren't doing any damage to it. And I'm like, that is the most Texas thing, Texas and American (laughs) thing. Like there are U.S. citizens guarding a historic building, a historic location to make sure that it didn't get damaged because that place had nothing to do with anything. And for those of you out there that have never been to San Antonio, you need to keep in mind that the Alamo is in the middle of downtown. Yeah. Like this is not an isolated location that's like off in the middle of nowhere. It is literally in the middle of downtown San Antonio. Like everything kind of got just got built around it. Yep. So, uh, so once I saw that, I'm like, I, I have to like, I just have to see this. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in any of this. I just need to witness this firsthand myself. And um, so then my my new goal was, OK, I'm going out of the Alamo. So I start walking in that direction and I couldn't get to it. And I guess what was happening is all that happened hours before I got down there. And at the point when I got down there, there were uh, police and riot gear that set up a perimeter and kept pushing out block at a time away from the Alamo to get the protesters away from that that location, that area. Uh, so that way things wouldn't be damaged down there. And there's a lot of restaurants and bars and shops and all kinds of other stuff. And um, so I got down there and as soon as I saw, I saw like masses of crowds, I, I went live on Facebook. And, uh, and one of the first things I said on it was, I, I am not here to, I'm not supporting. I'm not You're saying not participatory that on any side. I, I want to experience yep. this. I want to witness what is going on firsthand, unbiasedly. I don't want to watch a news channel. I don't want to watch somebody else's live feed. I don't want to watch any of this. I want to know what is going on in the city that I live in. And so I literally, I walked down there. I saw this massive crowd and, uh, you know, talking to a couple of random people, I walked almost through the entire crowd and it was very civil. There were people were protesting. They had signs. They were saying things. Nobody was being obnoxious. Nobody was being destructive. Um, They were genuinely getting their point across they were speaking their minds which and, is and that was protest that is uh, the that is right for peaceful assembly right yes within this and country. that was it was amazing and it like gave me the goosebumps and the chills and i'm like these people are so passionate about what they believe in right now and they're doing it the right way i'm like this is amazing and i literally walked right up and i was about 10 feet off of the actual police line and i was looking right down the sideways of the police line of the 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 cops in a riot gear and then the protesters like right up against them there's about a foot of of a bare like emptiness like the the green zone per se in between the the protesters and the rioters and uh you know so i have my live feed going there and i'm talking to a couple people that are hanging out and uh you know i guess other parts of the city earlier in the evening there's you know some clashes some stuff went down and and uh the guy's like yeah i got you know got gassed earlier it sucked i'm like yeah it sucks man you know and uh and still filming and then uh, next thing I know, you hear, boom, boom. <laughs> I was just like, oh. And then I see the clouds of gas. And you can hear my live feed. And I'm like, literally, lick my thumb, put it up in the air. And I'm like, good, I'm upwind. I'm like, okay, I'm upwind of this, everything like that. And as soon as the canisters broke and all of the clouds of CS went out, the wind shifted. And it went directly into me. <laughs> and everybody, the whole crowd's dispersing. And everyone's moving. The cop line's moving forward because they're trying to. In all know, fairness, you did just say that you wanted to experience and i wasn't upset about it and then i felt bad too because i was laughing and i wasn't laughing at the situation that i was in 
I wasn't laughing at what was going on or the protesting or any of that. Laughing is a way that my body deals with shit that I don't want to deal with. You sure. know what I mean? Like when you're you in the, the suckiest suck, yeah. you giggle. I, I've seen John in firefights and he's just fucking behind the 240, like giggling. Just giggling. Like he does. It's just, I don't know why my body does what my body does. So I get gassed. <laughs> my fucking, my nose is running. My eyes, I mean, everything. And I'm laughing and I feel so bad. But I can't just like, I know people are like looking at me as so they're running past me because the gas sucked. And I'm like laughing and I can see like the disgust in their face. And I know that there's no way that I can explain to these people like what you're seeing isn't what you think it is. No. Like, this is just how my body handles with the suck. <laughs> and it sucked. It was like gas chamber all over. I woke up Sunday morning and I'm like blowing my nose and I had like those nasty gas chamber boogers that you have. And I'm like, oh, this is so, so bad. <laughs> Why but, are they uh, sparkly? Yeah. And they were green and like hurt. And then I got the smell again as soon as it. Ugh. But uh, but so that happened. And I saw people from all walks of life, uh, people that were literally doing the same thing that I was that were just hey, what's going on. I want to I want to see this people that were uh, expressing their their viewpoint and getting things across and making their, their word known. Um, I saw groups of people that were being destructive uh, on the live feed that I did. There were people uh, video. There's cop cars that were like driving through the streets that we were on. And as they were past, there was like people picking up whatever they could pick up to throw at the cop cars, rocks, bottles, uh, water bottles. It didn't matter what it was. Whatever they could get their hands on that wasn't bolted or grown from the earth, they threw at these cop cars. Um, and at that point, I realized that I needed to create more distance with myself because I don't, like I said, I'm I'm here just to witness. Non-participatory. I don't yeah. want to get tied up in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, as much as I want to be there and see everything firsthand what's going on. I don't want to get something thrown at me. I don't want there's news reporters that get caught in the middle of cops and protesters and then they get pelted with like, yeah. that's not yeah. me. Uh, I trust want- me. It, the photographer in me, there was a piece of me that was like, I need to grab my gear and go downtown. Right. Like, I need to go photograph this event. And there the, were a lot of people that were doing that. There's the, a lot of people with some very high end well, pieces and then of equipment. There was thing is, is that you weren't the only one that went live. So I saw personally that there were photographers down there that mm-hmm. were documenting this as it was going on. And yeah. I, I do think that's important. Um, what stopped me really was the. Uh, the, you know, I'm a husband, I'm somebody's son. Exactly. You know, Oh my, uh, my mom was on the live feed. Oh, I yeah. have. Oh, my God. And but I, I, I mean, almost killed that poor you know, lady. I, have, <laughs> she, I called her immediately after I got done with the live feed. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, it's going yeah. off on me. I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. I, I have you. other responsibilities. <laughs> and, and so that's actually what stopped me from, mm-hmm. you know, I should go down there and do this is. Uh, but it, it, it also, you know, seeing that there were there were other photographers that were there, obviously for the reason of just documenting. Yeah what was going on of capturing yeah. this uh, for the purposes of it just needs to be captured. Yeah. But um, at least I know that there were people down there that were, that yeah. were accomplishing that. Well, yeah. and while I was there, like I was trying to, I don't know, talk with it, trying to get like the opinions of people that were around. And it wasn't like to video, like interview them, you know, like I'm doing a live feed. It's loud as hell. And I'm like overhearing conversations and listening and trying to figure out like, you know, what are the, what's the intent? Are these people here because they want to destroy things or are they here because they have they they have all of this anger, all of these things that they want to express? 
And for the most part, people just wanted to express yeah, I mean, what was going on. I think they the didn't answer want to, to your question, to be things. honest with you, is just yes, on both sides of it. Yes. But um, there were groups like, and I was telling Scott this earlier today, um, as I was leaving, there was a group of about 15 people, completely dressed in black, masks, everything. And they were talking about, we were sitting on a street corner, and I'm getting ready to cross the street, and there's traffic. And, and they were like, one of the guys was like, yeah, I was over there earlier. Uh, all this stuff went down, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get over there, but I don't know where everybody else is. This is my first time here. So that's not an uncommon occurrence. I've heard a lot of other cities that there's yeah. there's yeah. other people <clears throat> that are coming in for these. And I, I do think this is why I, I wanted him to go last, as I had a feeling yeah. his his weekend was going to parlay into a much larger conversation. So and this is going to be a bit of a departure just for all of you that are used to listening to the show. This will be a bit of a departure for us because we typically don't get into well, more it, serious topics. It, it, it's hard to find the lightheartedness in what's going on. So and I don't think we need to. No, I'm sure we'll probably find some jokes to make and stuff like that. However, I do think we carry a very interesting name as a podcast. I mean, we call ourselves the Freedom Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think there is something here that we need to discuss. Well, and let me let me kick this off if you don't mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so let's back it up. Like, how did this all start? You had it was you, like a perfect storm. You had a group. You had a group of cops that totally ignored their their duty as a cop, uh, and essentially. One guy murdered an innocent black guy. Would agree. And that's the proper term for what happened. Yeah, like there's no there's no justification. There's no um like, you know, I'm like we're in the military and there's no way we could have got away with doing that. No. It, right. it no. was legitimately wrong. Yeah, yeah. It was wrong. And there's no there's no way you can say that anything that happened no. is right. Once once somebody has handcuffs on, it's over. Yeah. That's it's it. over. Done. Yeah. And by the way, this is not that one cop, the three cops that were there witnessing the whole thing. You are. I don't care if it was your knee or not. Yeah. You're just as you're you're, just as responsible for what happened. Say you're a civilian there. What what do you do? You can't approach the cops and be like, hey, man, they're just gonna be like, get back. Well, Mm -hmm. you're killing the guy, you know, and then and then you become their their target like. Well, I mean, how do you I think those civilians did exactly what they can do? Because there yeah. is a massive amount of video and photography yeah, that came out from that. There's a lot of footage. And that's, ex- you know, and, and, and that's exactly what as a civilian like and, and obviously you can do. Obviously, we are very pro law enforcement here. Yeah. Very pro law enforcement. But these motherfuckers that fucking murdered that guy and had no humanity. You have somebody that says, I can't breathe. And you don't give a fuck. It is it is straight up like the worst goddamn. You are the worst person. The most non. You have no no humanity to you. Like no. it, it's fucking crazy. Hundred percent agree. And I've I've had some friends of mine that are very much on the left side, and they're like, "Where are all the Where are all the conservatives now? Uh, why aren't they standing up?" Well, I, I want you to know, like the uh, these motherfuckers are guilty as fuck. Like here's the, here's those know, conservatives the, you're complaining about standing up. But yeah. like, no, here's a, all of my all of my all this of, all was of my flat out murder. And all of my conservative Internet friends have all expressed how much they despise what happened. But also, the, I think the, the the greatest thing that I think is isn't 
I think it's being taken for granted. And I, the only the only reason I'm using that is because I don't know what other word to say for it. Um, is this country is we are a country built on on laws, mm-hmm. on rules, and we're built on a system on how to enforce those. And the the way to enforce those laws are, I mean, it's clearly stated you're innocent until proven guilty, which doesn't always happen, but for the most part, that's how it's supposed well, to happen. It's supposed to happen, yeah. And in order to be proven guilty, there has to there's there's a a a course, there's a system put in place of things that have to happen in order for that to to happen. Yeah, your escalation you, of force. You, well, I mean, it's not even no, I'm, no, ta- I'm talking, talking about, about post, the judicial system. Right. So the evidence has to be collected. There's a, a process that has to be going down about how charges get brought down, how how they get applied, how charges get uh drawn up against somebody, how somebody gets arrested, how somebody goes through the court process and the trial process for the crime that was committed. And it's not instant justice. It isn't like, oh, well, I saw a video of this. So we're going to hang this guy in the street now. Yeah. That's not how our country works. Now, I I do think that they probably reacted too slow because nothing seemed to happen until this video came out. But, and and I'm not defending anything on this, but if if you are a public, if you're the the DA of of whatever county that they're in and you have the weight of this on your shoulders to prosecute to the full ex- extent of the law You're that you can. You're going to make sure you have the ammunition you, you need, need to close to have that deal. Yeah. Your ducks directly in a row. And I, there's some because if this if something goes down in this trial and it's because of oh, a yeah. a yeah uh, something if it's a, a a clerical error if it's because this uh, piece of evidence wasn't introduced the right way if they don't follow the system to a T. And there's a, a yeah. technical reason then why this guy doesn't walk. get. Yeah. But it's it's the system. Yeah. And I understand that a lot of systems have flaws in them. Yeah. I understand that ju- the judicial system, the way that they pro- the prosecute people, there's essentially loopholes that lawyers can find that make things work. And some of those are clerical errors. So if this, if that DA, if that team doesn't have all of this shit on lockdown, but- they can't. They can't prosecute this and there guy. Was some, yeah. but there was some outlying stuff. No, no, in this. I get that, but I don't think that's part of the. That's that's no, part, that's, that's part of the problem. But I'm I, saying but that's I why think, it was slow to happen. But I think what I think what like what, what the left or uh, you know somebody that's like always on the side of like I hate cops, right? What that what they need to understand is just because I'm a white male conservative does not mean that I'm always going to side with the cops regardless of what was done. Like this guy, he let, he let everybody down. He let his, he let his brothers that are police down. He let the white population down. He let the, obviously let the black population down. He, I mean, this guy was the biggest piece of shit. I think the proper phrase here is this guy let the population. Yes. You can take all of the preface out of that and just say he let the, the, the and oath that he took, he didn't uphold. He no. didn't uphold. And uh, there's some outliers here. And I don't know that how people aren't considering on some of the slow pieces. Yeah. Like this guy ghosted. Like after this happened. Yeah. This motherfucker disappeared. Like nobody knew where he was for like three or four days. Yeah. Like he disappeared. They've since, if I'm not mistaken, they have since found him and charged him. Yes. Um. So it's not that they're well, not. And the good news is his, his wife's divorcing him. His because, wife's divorcing I mean, him. That's, uh, you know, they they did find this guy. They've charged him. Um, 
I've I've talked to other LEO friends that are like this dude. He shames the uniform. Yeah. He shames yeah, the badge. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at look at all the cities across the United States where police officers are taking the brunt of something that they had nothing to do with. And yes. if you want to see that they they agree that this guy is a shitbag, there are cities where the protesters showed up and the police line took a knee. Yeah. To yeah. literally show like, hey, we I, fucking agree. I'm like, standing this with guy you, is but a I still have to do my job. Bag. Yeah. However, we have to make sure that the public safety is maintained. Yeah. I, I just want to make it clear, though, that like all of our listeners and all of everybody, everybody, we're not against like we agree with you. This was this should not yeah, have happened. I, I totally agree. You know, and, and we 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 is is 99 percent of the population that's a fucking human agree with this was yeah. a terrible thing let's let's just go ahead and clear some things up from a freedom friends standpoint and i know it sounds like it's kind of bandwagony but it's not we have some listeners and our listeners are dedicated like you guys yeah, you, very much so you you're dedicated to the show and we fucking love you for it um and i want any of the freedom friends either on the producing staff or i do have to shout out the fact that we have Damn near freedom friend number one, Chris Freeman, sitting in the studio today, who uh, brought us some beautiful drinks and stuff like that. We will get to that shortly. Um, If I say anything that you guys don't agree with, I want you to stop me and uh, and chime in. But I think the freedom friends at this point in the episode need to make some statements here. Statement number one: the freedom friends do not condone could do not condone racist action at any point ever. I don't give a fuck what your excuse reasoning or whatever is. Racism is never, ever justified, tolerated or anything. And if you consider yourself racist or think that there is racial superiority in any way, please stop listening to this show. Yeah, because we're we cannot support that and we will no. not support it. No. Um, number two. The actions that we're taking and I will say his name against uh George Floyd, what happened to him in Minnesota is inexcusable. It is unforgivable. There is no way I don't give a fuck what your reasoning is and, and, and say that is it- what happened should have ever been allowed. And that police officer and the police officers that were with him, you never should have donned the badge. No. Yes. You don't and, deserve and, it. And they should be tried to the fullest extent. Of Absolutely. The law. Absolutely. Um, you don't deserve it, and you are a you are a shame to anybody else that has sworn to serve and protect our community. Yeah. Even even if even if the even if he had just got done shooting at them <clears throat> and was the worst of persons, yeah, and they had him in handcuffs, this would have been unacceptable behavior. This was been uh, you. But there's there's right. nothing that can justify it. No, and no. The, and the fact that he was probably innocent on what he was accused of. Just makes it fucking 10 times worse. And that's and we don't have the lane to call on that, but it and doesn't matter what it is. I, I've had Your a, job is to protect and then turn that into the system and let the system exactly and his peers discern his yeah. guilt or innocence. I, I've had a you lot. You do of, not get to make that call yeah. on your own. I've had a lot of offline conversations with friends of mine um, about all this that's going on. And the biggest thing that I can get down to is. There, I mean, justice will be brought eventually. Well, and this guy has been arrested and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's some other statements, it, though. It just takes time. time. Yeah. There's some you other statements, though. You can't rush it or else 
that I think it that it's important. Mess- it gets messy. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't we, mean to cut you off. That we finish. Statement number three. We do support law enforcement. There are a lot of good men and good cops. However, and good women. And, and good women. So we'll just say there are a lot of good people and good cops. However, that badge does not guarantee that you are a good person. No. no. And if you hide behind the badge or you hide behind resisting arrest, you are a piece of shit. Right. Like you have to have some humanity. When, when somebody, when you're kneeling on their neck and they say, I can't breathe. I mean, we've, ha- we've all deployed overseas. Yeah. We dealt with an armed force that was against us. Uh, not, and trying to like. Trying to the kill whole intent us. was to kill us. Right. That was literally lethal on lethal and action. It, and That's, if we yeah. detained you and you weren't a threat anymore, we offered you water. We mm-hmm. offered you food. We offered you medical attention. And safe passage to where you were going Wherever. to be detained. Absolutely. And, we, we, um, and it was now our responsibility to maintain your safety. Right. So like, so I think that's statement number three. No. Is well, that we do support law enforcement, but... That badge does not guarantee that you are a good person or an honorable person. We support law enforcement as long as you maintain the virtues that law enforcement is supposed to represent. Um, and that goes with firefighters as well. They, the, those first responders, the, the blue line and the red line, uh, they do great work. But that does not guarantee that they are good people. And if you cannot live by the ethos that you have sworn to uphold... You're just as much of a shit bag as everybody else. And yeah. we've all known those that wear the military uniform yep. that you just go like, you need to take that uniform off because yeah. you You're were shaming the rest right of us. Now. And once you become jaded, like you, you might have joined with the best of intentions, but if it took a toll on you and you've become jaded and you got to look in the mirror and you either need to change or you need to get the fuck out of that uniform. Yeah. yeah. If that flag is on your arm, you need to take a hard look at who you are. Yeah. And and what you are doing to and represent, what you represent that. And lastly... We are 100% behind the idea that the Constitution and the Bill of Rights guarantees you the right to perform certain actions, one of which is to peacefully protest and assemble. I will back your play to peacefully protest. All day. To peacefully assemble and protest. I will back that regardless of what it is. I don't have to agree with yeah. what you're protesting. You could be like, the sky's green. We're going to protest. I'm like, awesome. Awesome. Go do yeah. it. Yeah. And if you are peacefully assembling and protesting myself, and I'm pretty sure the rest of my freedom friends and probably the bulk of our freedom friends, listeners will back that play every damn time. I don't have to agree with you to say like, it's your fucking right to do it. Yeah. And you should absolutely go do it. If you feel that way. However, as soon as you start endangering property, endangering people oh yeah when you change this over from a protest to get your point across or into looting yeah like, what, into, what, is, what is stealing a tv from target have to do with any of the situation at hand if it goes from protesting because that is your right and it is we are responsible for when we feel that 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 a government is no longer suited to protect and serve our needs it is our right and responsibility to overthrow and or change that government which is why we have the chance to vote. Correct. It is why we have we are allowed to assemble and protest. 
It is why we're allowed to send letters. It's why it's, we're allowed to bear arms. It's why we're allowed to bear arms. It's why we can have a podcast like this and call people out on this bullshit. Right. Like all of this boils into our right to make sure that we keep this system in check. And it's our right as responsibility. It's our right and responsibility as citizens to keep this system in check. However, if you decide to devolve this system into a thug criminal mentality, you are doing nothing but furthering the problem that you are trying to fix. And you are sullying and devaluing the action of those that are using a system that has made us the greatest country in the world. And if, if you show up to a protest to protest peacefully and you are so weak minded that you let probably somebody who was put into your protest. If, if you if you see them become violent and looting and damaging property and trying to hurt people and you join in at that point, it's because you're fucking weak minded. Yeah. Like if you have that strong of a conviction, uh, then. Stand by it. And you know what? I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you to make sure nobody fucks with you. Absolutely. But stand by it and make your point. Smashing some small business owner's glass and stealing all his shit. That's not accomplishing anything. It's not proving your point. It's 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 doing the opposite. It, I mean, this comes down to that eight year old lesson when. Well, this guy did it, and it comes down to that two wrongs don't make a right. You yeah. performing criminal action to be mad at a criminal action yeah. doesn't make you anything but a criminal. It doesn't rise above for you. If, like any, it, if anything, it allows your voice to be stolen. Right. You, you're delegitimizing everything that you're working for. So I, those are just some statements that I think we needed to make, and it's, it's important for us. We are – you know, we put freedom in our title. I like the, the so Scott and I are warfighter. We we believe that warfighter as a company is like Switzerland. We're not going to get involved in whatever drama that you have going on. We're going to try to stay as neutrally biased as we can, and it, it works really well that way. And I feel like the Freedom Friends are on the same trajectory as that. Right. Well, like, we always started that way. Meaning like. But there are things we have hard lines on. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Warfighter is the same way. But we are not going to make a. We're not going to do something to pick sides prematurely without having all the information that we need to know. Yeah. For example, my buddy, who's very much on the left side, immediately after this happened, he's like, you know, sending me all this bullshit. Right. And I'm like, how about, you, you know, I'm just going to take a day or two examine some facts and then draw a conclusion an educated one. Yeah. Like I'm not going to jump into an opinion and then be on, you know, like it just, you got to use your brain a little bit. Yeah. Totally agree. And so with all of that being said, I, I know we have some listeners that uh, wear the uniform either uh, on the blue line, on the red line or are armed forces members and stuff like that. Uh, take a look at your arm. Take a look at that flag. And I want you to honestly ask yourself, are you representing that flag in the way that you can be proud of and that those of us that wore the flag before you and all of those that are going to wear the flag after you would look at you and go, yeah, yeah, you did it right. If you can't honestly say that, you might want to take a hard look and figure out how you can either A, 
get back online and represent that flag because you're carrying on a tradition of a lot of motherfuckers that have put that flag on. Yeah. Or B, figure out where you can go where you feel you're better suited. Yeah. Um, but if you are out there and you're you're uh, you're one of those good cops, those ones that we can rely on that will come and, you know, they are serving and protecting. Please, guys, fucking stay safe. We need you out there because you're handling all the little piddly shit, too. You're handling the weird little calls. Yeah. You know, you're you're. You're, uh, insuring, you're de-escalating you're, stuff. You're, you're you're ensuring public safety and you're, you're and, ensuring that I move my camper from my my property <laughs> in a timely fashion. You're doing that. Uh, if if you're one of those guys, we love you and we appreciate you, and uh, we want you to keep holding it down. I mean, we've got friends here that uh, that wear the uniform in SA, and uh, even on our part, it was calmer here than it was in a lot of the other cities. Yeah. Um, but if you're in one of those cities where it's a little bit more rowdy and stuff, please stay safe. Uh, you know, you know, if you're one of the if you're one of the good ones and you know who you are, and if you're one of the shit ones, you know who you are too. I'm sorry, but you do. Yeah. Uh, take a hard look at that flag and make sure that you're, you know, that those those colors aren't going to be yeah. dimmer for and, having you. And it's wear really them. it's really interesting about this everything that's going on right now because so like I went downtown on my own accord. Mm-hmm. I had no, um political intentions i had no unbiased attention intentions i didn't want to represent or misrepresent anything i wanted to just broadcast what was going on um and i've gotten messages from people um multiple different people being like hey why did you only show peaceful protesting well, there's a couple of reasons, and I'll go in a little bit into detail on that. There's a couple of reasons why. One, there's a curfew put in place. I am a law-abiding citizen. I have a lot of things that are in my name that if I get arrested, it could go wrong. It could detrimentally hurt businesses. Not just I'm not, that, but I'm not going to jeopardize that. I'm not going to a... jeopardize my personal safety or the safety of of what I have, everything else that I have going on in my life and the other lives and families that are involved in that. It's the same reason I didn't go down there with my camera. Exactly. Yeah. So once I realized that, and once I saw that things were not really escalating, but there was a possibility of that happening, that was the point where I was like, okay, I'm not here to be involved in that. And I, as much as I would love to be able to document that, that it wasn't my intentions. And like we said before on, 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 you know, speaking on this episode of that we support protesting. I support people that want to peacefully assemble and and protest and get their point across and express their views and, and feelings and make a change in this country. I don't support rioting. I don't support looting. I don't support destruction of property. I don't support any of that. And and these these rioters, not the protesters, but the rioters and the the people breaking the laws, they should not confuse our our. Uh, you know, when we agree with you, we're agreeing with you here. Don't confuse that with weakness that will allow you to destroy our city. Like all these mayors that just like, let it burn. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. Stop the shit. Well, I think, I think you, you hit on something that's incredibly important, right? And you, you delineated the difference between a rioter and a protester. Right. 
Um, for the freedom friend standpoint on, I will always support a protester. Yeah. I don't have to agree with you, but I will support the fact that you feel you need to go do this. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. But if your solution is rioting, I'm, I will not. I won't get behind that. No. Not, not here. Our country has a system that allows you to, to protest, to be heard, to petition, to get in front of your elected officials and make your voice heard. And if you don't agree with them, put the campaign together to get rid of those elected officials. I will support that 100%. I don't even have to agree with you. I will support it. And I think I think that that goes for all the freedom friends because that's exactly what freedom is. Well, and, that's and, why and, we are the greatest country this world has and I think ever in seen. In this Correct. particular instance, we not only support your right to protest, but we agree with your protest. Yeah, like we. I, yeah, but the I, fact I, of the matter is, is that it's really hard to drink whiskey and smoke cigars and protest at the same time. Yeah, but like, like, it's like just, but, I, I was smoking a cigar on there. Yeah, but it went out. So okay. it, it, it went out a bunch of times because I was like too worried about paying attention. But the 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 most interesting thing is there were multiple multiple people that came up and like, hey, do you have another cigar? <laughs> After I did, got done doing a live feed, I was walking back, and they, there were security guards that were guarding certain like uh, parking areas and buildings and things like that. And they were just, you know, the ten dollar an hour rent a cops. Like they weren't like they had nothing, literally nothing. They had a white right. shirt with like their little security thing, black pants, and they were just standing there. And, you know, like I'm ta- like I talked to cops that were sitting on the corner of the road, like all body armored up with them force. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, how's your night going? Like, oh, it's going like, how's yours? And I'm like, well, you know, it's not that bad. And, you know, we're talking. The guy's like, oh, you know, like that footage is valid. But you should sell it to a news channel. And I'm like, no, that's not why I'm here. And he's like, well, that's awesome. You know, like it was a genuine conversation. Most of the cops and the cop was, you know, he's like, literally Most the, of the cop cops are like, cool with the fact that you want to protest. The cop I yeah. talking to, he's like, I understand what's going on right now. Yeah. yeah. I get it. You know, like most of the cops are actually going to look at it and go like, yeah, I know why you're pissed. That cop was fucked. But was, he's sullied my uniform. He sullied all of my brethren in, in, yeah. in this uniform and stuff like that. Well, like, absolutely protest. Like, like for but ex- you don't need to get violent and break shit. No. Like that's <laughs> for, for example, how, how many, how many military members have we like totally like this guy's a big pile of shit, you know, like well, shit, Scott, you remember when we were in Mosul in 2003 and they were rioting and protesting. Yeah. And we, as a U.S. Army, were there to <laughs> kind of enforce laws to, to create that barricade. And the number one rule that we had is we could not use lethal force in any way unless there was a, a an identified person firing a weapon at us. You know, the funny thing is they is threw what, rocks, they yeah. threw sticks, they threw everything. They climbed through triple strand Constantina, yep. which I give them fucking props to them, <laughs> but they did all this. And the only thing that we do is if they made it past our line or if they clashed hard enough where we detained them, it went back to what we said earlier, where once we detained them, they were peaceful. Do you need water? Do you need food? Do you need medical attention? What mm-hmm. can we do to help you right now? And look, almost. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Every LEO friend that I have is a good cop. Well, yeah, I think that's why they're our friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I don't know. I hang out with you two shit, but yeah. so I don't know if that's. But they're good cops. Um, and I, I do believe that's the bulk of them. Yeah, I do too. I, and to be honest with you, the shitbag ones, 
Well, know, and look, I hope they hammer this motherfucker to the wall. Yeah. I mean, this is inexcusable. Yeah, you know, and, and I've heard on a, on a couple other podcasts that they maybe attribute this to lack of training or, you know, like. This cop, this, this is like a 20-year cop. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Like, they, I'm sorry, but no. But they, they pull funding from training, and I, I get it, right? That That is not what happened in this instance. It, it's not. And you and, can't go lack of training or he didn't know the ROE or whatever. This, you killed this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you flat out murdered him. Yeah. Like, over a supposed bad check. Yeah. You murdered this motherfucker. Yeah. So shitbag is shitbag. There's I'm sorry, but there's no excuse for it. Um, And I think that's just kind of the Freedom Friends stance on it. It's most of them are here for the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if you hate getting a speeding ticket or whatever. You know what? You don't want to get pulled over for speeding. It's OK. Don't speed. Like, like I don't and, <laughs> like maybe this is a bad analogy. But I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh, so there's one bad cop. So now you hate all the bad cops or you hate all the cops, right? Say there's one bad black guy. Am I supposed to now hate all the bad black people? No, you do what I is, do and just hate there, everybody. There's one. There's one. <laughs> equally. There's, yeah. one, there's one bad white guy. Are we going to hate the whole fucking race? Like it makes no sense. It's It, it, it the, makes no sense. Look, here's the real deal. You don't need to compartmentalize it. Yeah. I can go, you're a shitbag. I hate all shitbags. Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. what your job is. Wh- I don't care what makes you a shitbag. Yeah. I don't care what yeah. what other title you think you're entitled to. The only title you get is shitbag. Yeah. So if you want to hate something collectively, hate shitbags. Right. But... It's not all cops. It's not all no. black people. It's not all white people. It's not all military members. It's not all politicians. It's, it's not, not all, all Republicans. Whatever. It's not all Democrats. No. It's it's shitbags. Yeah. You want to hate somebody as a whole? Hate shitbags. Yeah. Go on a crusade to get rid of shitbags. I'll go on that fucking protest. Fucking give me a call. I'll fucking hate on shitbags all That's, fucking day. You, you know, and another thing to, to touch back on when I went down and San Antonio went live is... I had probably 40 messages that came through while I was down there of people that were like, why didn't you tell me you were going? I would have went with you. And I don't know what the motivation was behind it. I didn't know if they wanted to do similar things that I was doing just to document, to experience, or if they wanted to go be active part, in it, a or, part. Or part of the problem. Or or wanted to try to be a uh, vigilante. Like, I don't know what the reasoning behind these people, what they were saying, but there was an outpouring of messages that came in while I was down there of people that were like, dude, you should have told me you were going. I would have went with you. I, I think. And there was a couple of people that were like, hey, bro, are you are you safe? Are you OK? Right. Do you need anything? I will come help. Like, I have an armory, like I have an arsenal, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. And that was just for, like, more personal protection. It wasn't like, I'm going to go down there and fuck up all these protesters. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there were a lot of people that were like, I, I if if I knew somebody was going, somebody, an acquaintance of mine that I knew, I would have went also. And I also feel like, and I, I might be going way off in left field right now, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there that want to voice their opinion about what's going on right now. And want to be a part of all of this, but they don't know how to do it the right way. They and so instead of 
being involved in something that they don't know what they're doing. They just choose to not be involved. Well, with and that's probably the smarter decision than to like go down there and then get wrapped up in something. It's, you know, I think, look, I think he, there's, there's also a missing piece here that I think a lot of people need to embrace. This is a situation and it's hard. It's mm-hmm. very, very hard to look at the situation and try and figure out what's going on. But there is no a B that, there is not an A, B on this situation. There's not a clear right and wrong. There is. At least in my opinion. And here, and this this is a bullshit podcast, so you can listen to my opinion for whatever it is. <laughs> but I do think that there is another option here where you can look at this and you can go, the actions conducted by that police officer are unforgivable and completely fucked. But the actions being taken by the rioters are unforgivable and completely fucked. Yeah. yeah They're non motivational. You can take a position where you can look at this and go, there are fuck ups going on everywhere. Everywhere. Well, right and, now. And you also have to take into account that if you go to a protest, there's probably people there. That are there for the sole purpose of turning the protest. They don't have the into, best of intentions. Yeah, right. The sole They're, purpose of them being there is to turn the protest into a riot and cause more headlines right. and more. You if know, you are going to a protest for the purposes of personal gain, you are not there yeah. to protest. I saw I saw a post that uh, Antifa America put on I think Twitter or something, and it was like they they don't hear us, so now we're going to go into rural America. Now, yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> well, <laughs> good luck. No, and. Well, that's probably I, I can't I look, can't justify anything that they say, um, but I can't that, justify that, things change at that point. I can't justify destruction of your own community for the purposes of trying to create change. Ninety nine, ninety nine percent of the people can't justify that. That's why these outsiders are coming in because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, they're not, tra- it's not their community. No, I, I, and, and chaos breeds chaos. Yeah. And so they know this. I think there's there's a pretty simple. But going into rural America, going into into residential areas, and I'm not saying that businesses or shops or or things like that are justifiable in any way, shape or form, but it it brings things to a different level. Right. Yep. So uh, people do protect their businesses. People do protect property that they have, but they also have a lot of almost every single business has some sort of insurance to protect themselves. Right. So if things happen and they can't control what's going on, there's a fallback in that aspect. And like I said, I'm not saying that that is right, but I'm saying that for the businesses that that happened to, it's some of them will be it'll be detrimental to them. Some of them, they'll just get an insurance check and fix everything and move on. But on the flip side of that. The fucking city has a goddamn duty to protect those businesses. I, I agree 100%. No, I agree. But, uh, but uh, right now really... I'm talking about the, the rural and the uh, and the residential aspect of things because that escalates to a whole different thing. Yeah, if I'm sitting in, If I'm sitting in my yeah. house and somebody wants to come loot my house or destroy my house, I have the right to protect myself. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I don't care if you think you're protesting or not. Looting and destruction is criminal. I don't care if you're doing it in a mob or a group think or you think it's okay because it's it's not. No. And, and, and that has nothing to do with race, job. I, 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 
I don't agenda, give a fuck. Anything. Yeah. It, it, it's still illegal. And in a neighborhood, if I'm calling 911, it's not to protect me. It's to protect you. Yeah, trust me. You'd rather yeah. deal with the cop. I saw, I saw a post on Facebook that said the locks on my doors aren't to protect you from getting in my house. Yeah. And, and if the cops are blocked out from protecting you from breaking into my house. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's something that's lost here and it's a pretty simple phrase. And it's, this goes to those that are protesting to those that are uh, watching this protest happen to wherever you think you fall on this thing, whether you think it's it's just a A B situation, a right wrong situation, and there's not, but there's a very simple phrase that needs to be remembered when we're dealing with a situation like this, and it's 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 one of the oldest phrases that exists with our country, and it's the idea that united we stand, and we have very rapidly with the aid of how polarized everything becomes on social media and mainstream media and everything else that you feel like you need to fall on one side or the other. And what this really comes down to is we need to fall on the side of each other and create change that is the, in the, for the good of us as a united States we do not need to view this as a fight. There are things that need to change. This was inexcusable, and it is a symptom of a larger problem. But the only way that larger problem gets solved is that if we unite as a whole and we stand as a whole and create that change. Correct. It's that simple. United, we stand. That, trying to create... That is what this country is based on. And trying to create a fracture... And trying to create an us versus them or a me versus you is never going to get us there. No. Every major change that we've ever created in this country is because we came, we came together as a country and decided that that change needed to happen. And we stood united and created that change. So I know we're a small show. But I do think that most of our listenership has a pretty good integrity streak that runs through them. I would like to think so. I so please, so. when you're thinking about what you're posting or you're thinking about where you're going to stand or you're thinking about whose side you're going to fall on, let that little phrase run through your head. Just united we stand. It is okay to look at this and point out where the flaws are and where the right action is being taken. So please, if you're going to call yourself a freedom friend, take a hard look at that and think about how do we move forward? How do we look at next year, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Yeah. And how do we make that better? And creating a, additional division and additional fights and trying to call people out or but I think I got a really good quip on Twitter. Fucking pull your dick out of your ass and actually fucking do something that's for the good of everybody and not just what makes you think you're important for the next five minutes. Yeah. We need to go at this thing together. That's it's that fucking simple. We are either all going to stand together or we are going to fall apart individually. Yeah. And that's just kind of where we're at. It's like, uh, the, and I know it doesn't directly correlate at all, but, uh, what you were just saying reminds me of that one sole person. Cause it's not United, 
for that one sole person standing in front of the tank in Tiananmen Square. But you know what? He was a representation of exactly. that unity. They but, knew something was wrong and decided to. But that, like that one thing, that one moment is, is I mean, how long ago was that? And 30 years. Yeah. And people like that is the, the memorable point of what they were trying to yeah. do, what they were trying to protest for. Now, I understand that wasn't in our country and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And it's very complicated when things get down to the point of, of protesting. But that proved a point. That got things moving in a direction where they they wanted it to move. And and all it took was one person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But doing I mean, the, uh, essentially the right thing. And At our, the time, the guy didn't know. He had no idea what he was doing. In our country, we have, I mean, we have MLK. Mm-hmm. And MLK essentially started a one-man movement. Correct. But through through a unified effort, yeah, and I don't, through rallying a country <clears throat> together through peaceful means, I, I was think, able to affect permanent change. And I think Martin Luther King would totally roll over in his grave if he fucking seen this bullshit happening. Like, no, I totally agree. But I, I think it does come back to that phrase, and I think we're losing it. I think yeah. we, we're losing it in this country that united. We stand. Stop picking 8,000 other fucking titles. Grab the title of fucking American and own it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong no. with owning that title. Like I don't this, give a fuck what else you are. This is the country you live in. This is the place that you love. This is where you call home. This is the place that you need to defend with every ounce of everything that you have. Yeah. The, the rest of what you, these other weird ass titles that you want to throw in front, I don't give a fuck. It's American. It's that. Why don't we all just pick a unified title and drive forward to make sure that's the only title we ever have to worry about? Yeah. Like when I get asked, what's your nationality? I'm like American. They're like, no, 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 no. Where'd you come from? Go America. I was born in Boston. Yeah. You like, know, like, I yeah. don't know. I'm oh, from no, no, no. here. Where's your family from? Well, I mean, I'm, a, I'm whatever, second, third generation American. Oh, yeah. well, where did they come from? It doesn't matter. I'm American. I was born here. This yeah. is my country. Yeah, you know, like I'm we not can like, trace oh, it back. I'm, an, I'm Italian, and you know what? I know some very damn good Americans that weren't born in this country. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a, I'm Italian. I've never fucking lived in that country in my life. Yeah. I'm not Italian. So, little food for thought. Look at how many people. All they want to do is come here. Yeah, I think. And if you're sitting around as one of those ones that's going to piss and moan about our country, you need to leave. Give them your spot. You need to leave for a little while. Just give me your spot. I've been to a lot of other countries. I've been to. I lived in Europe for four years. Uh, we currently go to Nicaragua all the time in Central America, and there's straight up third world country, like straight up. Um, we've all been deployed overseas to combat zones that weren't the greatest of places ever. We've experienced a lot of things in a lot of places around the world. I'm telling you right now, we don't, nowhere has it like we do. I haven't no. moved out of this country for a reason. Yeah. I lived in Europe, and it was it was awesome. It was great. It was a fun experience. But there were things over there that I couldn't have that I couldn't do because of the laws that they have in place over there that I didn't agree with. If some, when I was living in Belgium, if somebody broke into my home, I couldn't physically defend my home. Yeah. So they have these squatter laws where people moved in. They could live in my house as long as they could. I couldn't kick them out. I couldn't physically touch them. 
So I used to have a saying that I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait till they come in state. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make them clean my house and cook food and do laundry and all this stuff. I'm going to walk around naked all yeah. the time. I'm going to make it so uncomfortable that they, they're like, I'm out. These people are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but it was perfectly legal for them to do that. And if I put my hands up, if I physically did anything to that, I was the in the wrong. Yeah. So those are things, the smallest things like that, where I can't defend my domicile. That is the reason why this country is the best country in the world. Yeah. So, you know, what it really comes down to is express yourself within the laws. If you don't like the leadership, vote and change it. Like yeah. it's that's why we have the system we have. Yeah. Vote and change it. Well, I think it's time to lighten this shit up a little bit. Okay. What are we drinking tonight? Well, I'm drinking nothing because I need some ice. Oh, sorry. Johnny Boy, would you mind uh, yep. squaring me away I, a little bit? I got, I got into that. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it was a discussion we needed to have. Yeah, it was. Um, so our buddy Chris, sitting over there, brought us a couple bottles of booze. He did. Uh, what, do are what do we got? What do we got here? They're delicious. We, so we got... Uh, Corner Creek. So Chris sent me a message the other day, and Chris <laughs> and get me a little. Chris sent me a message the other day, and he's like, "Hey, I, I've been listening. To, I've listened to every episode you guys have had out, and you guys said something that any whiskey or bourbon that has the word creek in it, you guys didn't like, and said it tasted <laughs> that was like me. That was actually and me. I told that him said that line, and I told right. him I was like, that wasn't me. I think that was Jazz. And uh, and so he goes, I didn't Look. say it was shit. I said any whiskey with the word creek in it is probably meh. Yeah, <laughs> I described it as. But either way, so meh. so th this is this creaks on a corner. So uh, <laughs> so maybe that made the difference. So I, this whiskey does have two locations in it. Whereas so opposed to yeah. Saturday, I don't know, mid morning or so, Chris came by the shop and he brought over uh, that bottle, which is what do you have in your hand, Scott? Age ten years, Corner Creek, Corner Kentucky Creek. straight bourbon whiskey, uh, age ten years, an American oak cast and he also brought a bottle of basil hayden's uh kentucky straight rye whiskey which i had earlier and it is both of these bottles are amazing it's pretty, it's pretty delicious so right, whatever so jazz said about the Chris, creek thing is go. not true <laughs> i'm going to taste this he, he got to try it before anybody else I, I don't give a fuck what his opinion is <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna taste chris this. did chris brought so he brought two unopened bottles yeah the corner both creek half empty <laughs> and the basil hayden but he also brought his personal bottle of corner creek and he's like you have to try this while I'm here. And oh. I want to know your reaction to what this Corner Creek tastes like. Because you all said that Creek, anything with Creek in it tastes like shit. See, in all <laughs> fairness, you, looped, you lumped us all together. And I was the one that said any whiskey with the word Creek in it is probably just meh. But in Chris's defense. Make yourself a little more worldly. In Chris's defense, all the Creek whiskeys and bourbons that we had on the show we're meh. They were <laughs> meh. They were totally <laughs> meh. So I'm going to try this and see if it's meh or not. All right, here we go. This is the one I said is, is decently on par with Kentucky Owl. Yeah, and if you didn't hear that, Chris said that this is the one he said that it's decently on par with uh, the Kentucky Owl that we tried, I don't know, probably a dozen episodes or so ago. Well, was, was Kentucky Owl made from a creek? No, but Kentucky Owl was the one that had that, that peppery taste yeah, that we no, noticed. I, I that remember. was great. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? Honestly, I'll bet you it was made from a creek because most distilleries are near a creek. <laughs> Jazz, what do you think? It must be dry. It's it's not that dry. Well, what the fuck is he doing there? It's like a really dry wine. It's like know. it's like wine Making when sure you taste it. it. You oh. have to like chew and smell and all this stuff at the same time. Personally, I don't like it on ice. I like it room temperature. Meh. <laughs> Meh? That's it? Oh, shut up. It's good. <laughs> No, it's actually it's uh it's quite good. It's um 
It's uh, it's very clean. Like it's got a it's lot of flavor, really good. but you can taste the corn in it. Like you can taste all of it. This is this is all right. So I stand corrected. We have found one whiskey <laughs> named after a creek that is not. It's probably, it's are, are, they, are they named Meh. after or made from? I'm confused. Yes. Okay. Um. No. So most distilleries back in the day when the distillery started, they needed fresh water. So they they went near a, a running body of water. They did, yeah. and it's kind of like with the uh, the moonshiners back in the day. Um, moonshine was good based off of where it was made because of the water they used. That it was, was in it. Mountain, now the mash had something to do with it. To the mash there. brought the flavors out because you could taste what they used in the mash. But the water was the key ingredient of of making sure that that was as as clean and correct that they could get. Yeah, absolutely. So when you'd go up the mountains in order to do that, exactly. you were getting this fresh runoff creek and, and, and all that, that kind of stuff. You that's ended up why, with cleaner water. And but. that's why certain things taste a certain way based off location. So like yeah. bar pizza in Boston is probably the best pizza, pizza I've ever eaten in the entire world. Yeah. Well, that's like I New Yorkers take, will tell you that you can't get New York thing. pizza outside of New you York because it's so, not on the water. So, because, but, but, but New York, is it like sewage water? It is. You got that shit water much, that gives it, that pizza that distinct it's, taste. It's Hudson water. So it's the same thing. That is not appealing to you me. can taste dead body in your pizza up right there, and that's why it tastes so good yeah that's Boston's airplane Boston's exhaust uh-huh Charles River in yeah <laughs> man it's the same thing it's no, just this one's not bad it's whatever tap water they use to make the dough gives it a, a, a flavor that can't be made anywhere else and it's the same thing with whiskey or bourbons in all fairness made. it didn't get a true fair shake because i'm following i'm following basil hayden rye yeah, which, that's, which, which is, is also delicious. Which is an amazing whiskey, yeah. just in general. But uh, no, it's good. Oh. Uh, uh, it's good enough that I'll uh, drink it again. So uh, not bad at all. And, Chris, uh, thank you. Thank yeah, but you we very have to much. thank Chris for. Uh, and he brought us a bag of ice. So the H two O croutons for this episode oh, are sponsored by oh, Chris. I don't think my ice came from Creek Water though. I don't know where Maybe your ice came from. I'll know. bet you it was through an RO it's, system. It's Mac Creek ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we have another bottle at the end of the bar that we We do. This well, one even has a fancy little sign. Jazz with we'll, your we'll, great We'll, we'll probably experience. dive into that one voice? for the uh, debate. So there's uh, another bottle that we got from uh, the official Dependa. And this one was delivered. Hand delivered by uh, uh, an app. Yeah, by an app. <laughs> but it was awesome. because It was brought del- to you by hands. It was. And it the lady who delivered hands, it. But it was hands. She was so excited to deliver it because of of this giant sign it's this giant fluorescent well i wouldn't say giant but it's probably like five inches so by five inches actually before i read this i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the uh what are you smoking round yeah Ooh, so, she was uh, so proud because she hand wrote that it's, oh I, she, she did a good yeah, job nice. she wrote that so uh she has really good handwriting johnny boy yeah what are you smoking right now nothing what were you smoking before nothing I started the episode smoking one of our new Warfighter vaccines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a little bit of nub left with that. And then I transitioned over to a test blend that we have. Um, yeah, I know. I get slightly jealous every time I see the white band. On this <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> we're, uh, so pr- we're progressively smoking these over periods of time to see how the aging uh, nice. affects the flavor profiles of the scars that are coming through and the strength and uh, consistency, burn quality, quality control, the, oh, the whole nine. Uh, to make sure that um, everything that we're putting out in the future is exactly what we want. Well, the last one you smoked looked like you didn't know how to switch hands. Which one? Why? 
had that curve uh, to it. John, <laughs> that had a curve to it. <laughs> I, I was just saying, uh, John, John's good at switching hands. Yeah. That, I, I was going to say, I'm great at it. Uh, but yeah, that curve was was from the factory. That had nothing yeah. to do with me. Uh-huh. Uh, but the cool thing about the cigars that we're smoking right now, these were 100% hand-rolled. By the way, I'm pretty sure all the listeners just got my joke. Either yeah. neither one of them did, apparently. Um, I, got, I, got it, I got it. All, all of our cigars <laughs> are hand-rolled, but these cigars are hand-rolled by the master roller of of. The factories. And he uh, does not have switch hands. I guess this dude fucking. It's it's been sitting on our our shelf in the humidor, yeah. and it's pretty. It might be the the wo- shelf the, might have the a shelf bow. has a bow. I think oh, there's a lot of weight Stop on the shelf. Stop making fucking it's, excuses. It's, it's, what are you smoking? Scotty? Actually, what I did is I took the scar in the back real quick and yeah, for a little, a little bit, and again, I just wanted to make sure oil. it had the same hook that yeah. I have. This is what I'm familiar with going <laughs> in my mouth. I like to go the opposite hand of my hook. Uh, that's a, I mean, that, that was the weirdest thing when I put it in my mouth and it turned the other way. I was like, "This is weird." Yeah. <laughs> I flipped that over. Though. Yeah. Oh, this is familiar now. Yeah. Scotty, what do you drink? Uh, I or am smoking. I am smoking uh, a vaccine right now. I just got done with the one of the test blends as well, and it has aged well. Oh, mine was delicious. Yeah. So, so I am actually finishing up my second vaccine of the show. Nice. Uh, which brings me cleanly into this uh, bottle that we got from the official Dependa. Right. So I'm going to read his note, and it did show up on a probably a five inch by five inch uh, thought bubble, thought bubble in bright yellow, like make your eyes itch yellow. It's one of those uh, sale signs that you typically see on stuff. Uh, it's very festive, and it's a. So here's the note, and then I'll tell you what he sent. Enjoy, guys. Got the vaccine today just in time before heading out to Missouri because uh, the official Dependa is on his way to uh, basic training for, I think, like the third time at this point because he's joining the army uh, because he decided to go figure out what a real branch of service is like. (laughs) So uh, but he had a bottle of uh, bullet uh, bourbon frontier whiskey. The uh, the traditional orange label delivered to the show and uh, Dependa, we uh, we fucking appreciate it, man. And we will put this bottle to good use in short order. And uh, you know what? You can probably stick that to our uh, Got it. our uh, box over there. There you go. Our uh, collection of weird shit fans have sent us so far. <laughs> um, so we appreciate it, buddy. We wish you all the best of luck if you hear this uh, before you get down there. I'm going to put it right there so the camera can see it. Did we ever get that address from Dependa? Oh, no, probably not until he gets down there. I hope yeah, he, we'll I hope it. he's in there. We'll get it. But uh so yeah, and I so I think we've uh handled all of the uh required information. I we know what so. we're drinking, we know what we're smoking, we've uh taken a stance on some certain <laughs> things, we know what the weekend was like. So there's one last thing I'm gonna encourage you all to do. If you want to know uh, uh about these cigars just, that we're talking about quick, all the time. Do we have oh, a similar shit? shit? Oh, I don't know, man. Where are we out on Yeah, we're probably rolling deep here. Hmm? One forty five. One forty five. Oh, yeah. Chris, Chris, you got a sono shit? No, not a fucking. Oh, nobody's listening this far in, anyways. At this point, like fuck. <laughs> uh, They've uh, already heard that one. Yeah, we've yeah. already we've already told Iraq <laughs> so, uh, stories. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to tell you all to do is if uh, all these cigars that we talk about are delicious, and you can uh, you can find them on WarfighterTobacco.com, and if you use the code Freedom Friends, Scotty, tell them what they win. fifteen uh, percent off of everything minus the vaccine cigars. Yeah, the vaccine cigars don't count, we, but you know what? They're worth full price. And and. For everyone that's listening, our, our our limited release, our small batch stuff that we do. Um, yeah, they're not trying to be dicks. It's just we uh, 
we it's essentially like launching a new product. I can't launch a new product and be like, hey, it's on sale. We're gonna put this on sale too, by the way. Yeah. And, it and it's not and it's not because it's a a business decision. It's not because it's it's profitability. It has nothing to do with any of that. Um if we wanted if, if that product was supposed to be at a, a lower price point, then it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and which it, means that you're overpaying for all their other shit. So that's essentially what he just explained. So <laughs> But uh, no, as as somebody that has smoked quite a few vaccines at this point, uh, experience it. It's great. It's not even that bad. I think it's retail for eight fifty, eight fifty or whatever. Like, come on, like, what are you doing? It's eight fifty for an hour vacation. Like, and, fucking and relax. For all, for all you guys who are wanting a cheaper cigar, we're working on one. Yeah, we're so working on one. There you go. It'll, it'll be nice. Uh, this is a hell of a show. We made some statements. We learned some things. Uh, we've got freedom friends in the house that we uh, don't get to see all the time, and we fucking love having them around. Uh, so after all of that, I'm going to raise my glass and to all of you beautiful sons of bitches here. Chris, where's your glass? What, what the fuck are you doing? That's John, empty. John, I'm, raising, toasting I'm going raising glasses, not phones, oh, buddy. I'm raising, I'm raising. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, John's I'm, I'm sexting. No, I, sexting. I, Freeman no, needs I'm to not, unfuck himself I'm not real sexting. quick. Hold on. I am actually having the same conversation that we're having on this podcast right now go. with somebody that was texting me when I was at the protest. Uh, and it's, uh, so it's interesting having like literally the same questions and things that we're talking about. Are the just same tell me to listen to the episode. Uh, exactly. That's what I just <laughs> said. I'm like, hey, we just recorded all of this. You should listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to raise my glass and I'm going to say thank you to every single one of you sons of bitches for oh, being my freedom yeah. friends. I love that. Uh, as we tell you all the time, like, share, subscribe, tell your mom, tell yeah. your friends. Tell your mom's friends. And you know what? My mom found out. <laughs> See? Oh. It somebody, works. Somebody told her she was not happy. No. Did she listen? I don't think so. Oh, uh, that's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> tell your mom, yeah, friends, you. because- uh, My bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to say anything. <laughs> oh, I threw you guys under the bus. Oh, gotcha. Scott's, uh, mom, is a, Scott's mom built this bar by hand. She it's, did. It's an amazing. And, uh, she is an amazing We couldn't have person. the show without this bar, so yeah, uh, thanks yeah. to your mom. And uh, so I can actually say- Tell your mom I said thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not meaning it. <laughs> and, and it's not being- Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, I know what you meant. <laughs> tell your mom's friends because John's still single and looking to flow con Dinesh. So, uh, yeah, smash all those buttons. And uh, you know what? We're still looking for some of those so no shit stories from some of our fans out there. So uh, one of you actually sent it. So one of you is better than all the rest. And we fucking appreciate we're, you for we're, it. We're trying to squeeze it in. We, we'll get there. This Mikey, was an important so episode Mikey, when Mikey said it. that he is taking the leads on that and he wants to tell that story. Yeah, we're oh. fucked. So uh, as soon as Mikey is back, because he's doing oh, the Lord's work. I should have recorded it. Huh. <laughs> I should have told the story, so I just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, but, as soon uh, as Mikey's back, we'll get that out there. But uh, we did all the requisite stuff. We told you what to do. Reviews, stories, all that kind of stuff. But until next time, we highly encourage you to smoke on, drink on, and God damn it. Ooh, freedom, freedom the fuck on. on. There it is, boys. Ooh, here we go again. Be safe out there. We'll see you next time.